0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Link U.S. podcast. Link U.S. is an initiative by and for Airbus employees. Season one of the podcast will
1: bring the employee resources groups to light. What's their motivation? How do they
0: help us to embrace diversity and make inclusion an asset for Airbus? Enjoy your listening.
1: Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Shelley Newton. I'm with Airbus Americas. And today we've got Somali Murrell from uh, Airbus in Mobile, Alabama joining us to talk about um, the ERG and uh, most importantly, the ADAPT thread. Um, Somali, would you like to uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what got you interested in um, Airbus and what uh, more importantly got you interested in the ERG?
0: Thank you for having me today. Um, Yes, um, I am from Mobile, Alabama, and I have been with Airbus for two years. Um, Before that, I have worked in the healthcare industry, more importantly in mental health. I was a practice manager and managed five outpatient clinics um, for children, adolescents, and adults in the Mobile um, and Baldwin County area. And one of the things that interested me with Airbus was I went back to school at almost 38 years old and graduated my MBA and decided to take a leap of faith and you know switch industries in this area. Airbus has been such an integral part of the community and we've heard such great things about them. And that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to pursue a career in Airbus.
1: Congratulations on your MBA. Thank you. Thank so you must have a tremendous amount of energy, which I am sure is very important to the the mission and meeting the goals of the ERG. So would you like to share a little bit um, with us about what the mission and goals are of the ERG?
0: Yes. The mission and goals of ADAPT is to bring awareness of mental health to not only um, Airbus in general, but also in the communities that... Airbus support. Um, One of our biggest goals is to have resources available for not only our employees, but their families and community as well. What I've noticed throughout the years of working in healthcare is the struggle that families face when trying to find help for their loved ones, for people that are in crisis, because the problem is people don't know how to navigate not only the healthcare system, but also their insurance and what insurance is willing to cover. You know, as you're aware, when dealing with insurance companies, there's always issues with getting approval for types of treatment, for also medication. I also come from a background of dealing with long-term care pharmacies where these type of medications and injectables can cost well up to thousands of dollars per month. And the problems that we see is that these people that cannot afford their medications, they skip it and then they end up, cycling back to their symptoms and that causes a whole slew of events that cause them to um, go back and regress and of course not become stable. So this is a this is
1: a problem that you've seen in, in the healthcare sector. Do you see any of this sort of now that you're on a in a brand new sector? I think you've been with Airbus for a couple of years now.
0: Well what the ERG plans to do for our employees is also bring it to light that it's okay that if we have a mental health issue or we're having a bad day, that it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to approach your coworker and ask them, you know, I've noticed you've been down lately. Is there anything I can help you with? It's opening that line of communication to show people that if you have anxiety or depression or you feel like they're struggling with something personally at home, as coworkers can go back and say, well, I've noticed this person, person's been down or this person is not themselves, you know, I would I would be willing to approach them and ask them, is there anything we could do to help and what resources we have available? Um, yes, as a whole, Airbus has wonderful benefits for medical and, you know, the basic things that we're familiar with. We're, we're used to medical um, health problems. We're used to dental problems. But, you know, can we sit there and pinpoint and say, you know what, I think our one of our coworkers is battling depression and anxiety right now. Let's make sure they get the help they need. I wanted to be a point where things like bipolar and schizophrenia is talked about in the common way. We treat diabetes. We treat cancer. But why mm. are we so apprehensive about coming up and say, you know what, this person has bipolar and we need to help them out so that we can get them stable and that they can be a um, viable part of our community.
1: Yes, yes. And and removing the stigma is a um, is a big step forward. In
0: that. Yes. And also with mental health, you know, we need to concentrate on children, too, and especially now. And you see it more, Shelly, with COVID happening. Um, I want to bring a personal experience to light that, you know, my son, who's always been a um, straight A student, who's never had any issues once COVID happened. And he was isolated from his friends and from school. He started dealing with some sort of depression and You know as a mother I was trying to help him by saying, you know what? I need him to stay at home so that he doesn't get COVID. But in doing so it was almost harmful to him to where he felt socially isolated. He was having bouts of depression he was sleep all the time Mm -hmm. but because you know, my experience and the fact that we ha- we do have open communication, we were willing to talk about it. He came to us as a 13-year-old and says, you know what, I don't feel good. I'm not happy. Being away from my friends and being away from everyone has, you know, been very detrimental and I could see it in his grades. And so once we did that and acknowledged that there was a problem, we talked to a school counselor, we got him back in school, his um, school counselor kept an eye on him for me. He had to go once, you know, one hour a day to go sit with the principal. They helped get him caught up in school. And so, and I shared that with everybody. I said, my son who I thought was a normal teenager and I, you know, put normal in quotations cause I don't think any teenagers are normal at this point. <laughs> but um, you know, he, he fell through the cracks under my care because I didn't catch the signs of it earlier. But again, with the support of of myself, my husband and his school, he's able to get back on track. And now, you know, he's progressing to where he needs to be as an eighth grader and going back into high school. So and I'm very open about it. I said, you know, if if that can happen to my son, who's one of the most outgoing kids that I know, it can happen to anybody's kid and we need to support that as a community.
1: As you share your story with with your colleagues, do you find that it helps them to open up and, and talk more freely about mental health issues?
0: I think so. I think, you know, we need to talk without judgment. We need to say, hey, you know what? I consider myself a great parent. I'm very involved. But things happen, and you know, and things that are beyond our control. And we go back to the social isolation. And it's not only with children. You know, I'm a true extrovert, if you can tell. <laughs> However... Coming into this situation where a lot of my coworkers were working from home, you know, we couldn't socialize. It takes a toll on you. And everyone mm-hmm. deals with situations differently. You know, everyone says, Oh, only trauma can cause this or certain things cause this. You don't really know what triggers people. You know, not being able to go see families for a couple months at a time that has triggered people. Um, we can tell there's been a rise in anxiety and depression. Um, teen suicide. And I mean, I, I don't have the numbers, I guess I should have done that. But um, just people don't know how to deal with changes like that. And mental health isn't just what we t- what we think mental health is. It isn't the, the mania. It isn't the schizophrenia. Mental health is just not being able to get up to go to work every day. Mental health is saying, you know, I've given up, I don't want to go home and clean or just saying, you know, my mm-hmm. family doesn't appreciate me. It, it It's such a wide spectrum Mm -hmm. of symptoms and issues that people can't pinpoint it. And sometimes it's easier to say, well, oh, that's just such a made up disease because we can't pinpoint it.
1: Right. Right. So you've talked a bit about what um, is going on in the Airbus community. Does the um, the ERG, does it support, uh, you know, beyond the 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 walls of the borders of Airbus and and out into the community, uh, you know, in particular in Mobile?
0: Yes. um, My goal is once we launch ADAPT nationally with Airbus, we would like to get all the different locations to find resources within their community. I know with mine working closely in Mobile with um, psychiatrists and therapists, there's so many community resources that, of course, they do lack funding. They do lack support. They do lack volunteers. And our goal is to pinpoint a group of people or any type of resource that we would need to get into contact with and support them through either fundraisers or just awareness. And also, again, allowing people in our community to say, well, this is where we need to go. We need help. Um, I know personally, Mobile, we have opened up a new crisis center that's 24 hours Mm -hmm. because the thing I'm seeing is lack of availability of just beds for hospitalizations. Again, you know, we, we want to make sure that people treat mental health illnesses, the same as like with diabetes, like, you know, Mm -hmm. you hear about cancer um, fundraisers, you hear about cancer treatment, and we understand we do lose a lot of loved ones to cancer. But we should also have that same access for people that have a mental um, illness. So that that is basically our goal. And, you know, trying to get people to, to make it as Mm common as possible and say, you know what, I have to go see my therapist today, I'm having a bad day. And people supporting that and say, Oh, okay, well, that's great instead of saying, why do you need a therapist? That's, that seems to be the right. question. It's like, why do you need to reach out for help? What is the problem? Mm-hmm. As opposed to saying, well, I'm very glad that you're reaching out for help and that you get your problems resolved.
1: Right, right. It's all about support. Yeah. So um, from a personal point of view, you you said that you're um, extroverted, which is, <laughs> is coming through. Um, have you uh, ever led a big initiative like this before?
0: Um, not recently. So this is a very huge... Um, Commitment for me, and I'm very flattered that I was asked to do this. And of course, you know, I'm gonna give it 150%, but with the full support of Airbus, I feel like we can launch this um, and, you know, make it as successful as all the other ERGs. And of course, we are working with all the other ERGs because our job is to support people um, in different cultures and different um, aspects of their lives. If if you had uh, uh, three wishes, what would you wish for, with to uh,
1: to help improve and, and promote your ERG?
0: Well, I want mental health to be as common as going around and saying, you know, what I I'm having a bad day and I don't feel good. And us as colleagues, us as family, I say, well, maybe we, you know, we can get you some help. Um, the other thing is having access to help. Um, coming from the industry that I work in. I've known parents. I've known family that has waited three to six months to get people in if they're dealing with a crisis or dealing with any issues. We shouldn't have to wait three to six months for treatment. It's not mm-hmm. something that is viable. And that's what the issue is, is people, when they do need help, they need to get it as soon as possible. And also just encouraging our coworkers to be more open-minded about what ADAPT is about and what mental um, illnesses are. You know, we, like I said, we always think about the extremes of what mental illness is, but at any given day, we could wake up and have a bad day. You might just be
1: feeling a little bit anxious and not know why, but you're just a little bit off and, um, you know, you just maybe need somebody to talk with.
0: Exactly. You know, being open-minded and not being, not, not having the judgment and the stigma and the fear of coming out and saying, I, you know, I am dealing with depression or I'm dealing with anxiety. Great. So, um,
1: so Somali, you, you're putting a lot of energy um, into this, uh, to this initiative. How can people support you and the ADAPT uh, ERG?
0: Well, that's a great question, Shelley. And that's one of our goals with ADAPT. So at this point, we're trying to launch ADAPT nationwide with Airbus. And so we're wanting to get more people involved and start off this initiative. So if y'all would please email me at S-O-M-A-L-Y dot at airbus.com. That's somali.merl at airbus.com. If you're interested in that, we can get the ball rolling to launch this nationally and also get local chapters started in each of our facilities.
1: This is uh, this is quite a, a large initiative um, for Airbus, and there are other uh, employee resource groups. So, are you able to to partner uh, with these other groups in order to uh, to get your message out and to help promote their message?
0: Yes. So, nationally, we do have um, ERGs over all of Airbus, and as a group, we are working together. One of the main focuses is recording this podcast so that each ER can state what their goals and missions are. So one of the ways you can help ADAPT is by listening to the podcast of the other ERGs.
1: So I know that, you know, you, this this uh, ERG is, is relatively new, but have you had uh, an impactful moment so far that, that's really made you uh, feel proud or, um, you know, more energized to support ADAPT at Airbus?
0: We did do a small speaker session with not. Me last month that um, a couple people were able to join on site through a, a Google meet and to hear the positive reactions of our employees that were just so welcoming and saying that, you know, they needed this because then they started asking questions. Well, how can we help? And people were telling stories about, well, you know, I do have a sibling or a family member and I need to know where they can get help and what resources they can have. So just hearing a story like that from just one small event. I feel like once ADAPT is launched nationally that we will get more insightful stories like that all over Airbus and all over the community.
1: Somali, thank you so much for your time and, and all the information that you've given us. Um, I'm sure that, that your ERG and Airbus at ADAPT will blossom and grow. And um, I wish you all the best.
0: Thank you for having me, Shelly. It's been wonderful.